Welcome back to Dirty Harry Minute, a, a podcast that reviews every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic Dirty Harry. I'm one of your hosts, John, and I'm joined with... Tim. Where's the other co-host? Don't know. He's in this tunnel that Harry's about to go into. <laughs> <laughs> and returning guest, Sam Peterson. Hello. Ryan. Hello there. And Bartek. Thank you for having me back. You're welcome. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long. Today we're reviewing Minute 52. The minute begins with Harry continuing to run down a pitch-dark tunnel and ends with Harry saying, Callahan, Callahan, into a phone receiver. What did you think of this minute, Sam? I love this minute. I, I just love seeing him run. I've <laughs> never seen Clint Eastwood run so much. In, in just in different, in the same sequence. So my question to you is, the part that we were just watching there was when mm. he stopped running. How did that make you feel? <laughs> a bit upset. Is a heart attack coming? <laughs> Could this be the end of Dirty Harry? <laughs> Could this be the end of Dirty Harry? <laughs> just just so, much, so much dirt and sweat on him, there's no more dirt and sweat to be. Sweaty Harry. The real action star. Yeah. <laughs> Gets tired of running. He does his own stuff. Imagine that. Scorpio would have been fucked. His plan would have been Yeah. Fucked. He got a really unfit guy. Yeah. <laughs> only run for five of them. Well, done. they they would have got, what's his name? Uh, the the partner that- Chico. <laughs> yeah. No, the partner that he wanted. The fat guy. Danny DeVito. No. What's his name? Just fat. Linguini. Linguini, yeah. DiGiorgio, to give him his full respect. DiGiorgio. Uh, DiGiorgio is the one that would have a heart attack if they sent him with the money. <laughs> yeah, if they made him run. Knowing DiGiorgio as well as I do, I imagine that <laughs> I he- <laughs> I imagine he would stop off somewhere and spend the money on some food and then go on. <laughs> Linguini, of course. <laughs> Linguini, of course. That's why they call him Linguini. <laughs> now, Bartek, the way we're sort of shown- the uh, the villains in the tunnel slowly appear one by one, one, two, three, four. Mm, for a few seconds, is the viewer supposed to think, oh, maybe this is Scorpio and he has made it up with some friends until we see see them all? I mean, it could be anything because Harry's been given instructions, you know, very clearly from Scorpio telling him, come to this phone. And that should indicate to Harry, I expect something when I reach the phone. But when he's suddenly entering this dark tunnel, he might be thinking to himself, this isn't the phone. Nothing's going to happen, but something happens. So mm. it could be an ambush or it could just be, as it is in the film, coincidental yeah. different people. And he doesn't take kindly to him. He's not impressed. Would you? Straight away. I would. <laughs> I would give them a chance. Okay, if you were Dirty Harry, though. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I'd be angry. I mean, I'd be yeah, angry. I'd be the angry too. The problem that we see firsthand is they, they ask him, what's in the bag, man? Typically, in situations like this, you have to introduce yourself first. Yeah. Okay, in a, in a, in a friendly situation. Yes. Hello, and what's your name? Oh, I thought no, you no, meant- you have to introduce yourself first. Oh, okay, okay. The- I, I thought you meant when they said, what's in the bag, man? You have to introduce yourself. <laughs> like, what's in the bag, man? Hello, my name's Harold Callahan, and my wife is dead. <laughs> oh, imagine that's how he introduces himself. Hello, and my wife's dead. Oh. oh. <laughs> Leave him alone, guys. Leave him alone. He doesn't need this. And the criminal's like, is that what's in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> 
What's in the bag? They're asking why do you why are you called dirty Harry? <laughs> why are you called dirty Harry? Because <laughs> three different reasons. Would be great if every single person didn't even ask his name, just goes why are you called dirty Harry <laughs> in the film. I think. Won't think. someone please call me dirty Harry rather than asking me? <laughs> yeah, I like, want to explain it again. He's that nerd at school that wants his own nickname, but yeah. no one wants to give it to him. <laughs> no, they call me. One of my friends tried to get their own nickname going and just started going. They call me Chubbs. <laughs> they call me Chubbs. If I was called Nick, I'd say, can you please call me Nickname? Yeah. <laughs> well, Bartek, I suppose I, that silly question, because as soon as it says what's in the bag, man, Scor- if it were, they were henchmen of Scorpio, he knows what's in the bag. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. You just got schooled. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpio is a very cool nickname. What's his real name? We don't know. We don't know. There is some novelization background. Okay. It might be Charles Davis. Charles or Travis Davis. at one point in the script as well. Yeah. Travis Pickle. Travis. Well, yes. <laughs> Um, this, this scene, though, with the tunnel, I just want to put this in perspective. This film came out in 1971. Mm. This is the same year A Clockwork Orange came out. That's right. Right. I thought you were going to say something like, and tunnels did not exist in <laughs> 1971. No, in 1971, we had two prime ministers. It's completely different to 2018. But so, Clockwork Orange came out in the same year. Yeah, so year. Clockwork Orange came out. Stray Dogs. Uh, straw Dogs. Bed knobs and broomsticks. I made a whole list. Them. I made a giant list of them. But uh, what I was going to say was, look at this tunnel sequence. And there's, it's a very similar. You have a very similar sequence in A Clockwork Orange, but instead, our main character is one of the people in the tunnels. Right. Oh, okay. Because yeah, Alex, Alex is a in A Clockwork Orange, a thug that beats up a homeless man in a tunnel, and it's like the different way you can film basically the similar scene, but you change the perspective of you are the guy entering the tunnel instead right. of you are the guys in the tunnel. Yeah. And the lighting's different. Like, I like that they're immersed in darkness for the most part and Harry is the most lit one because he's the one we focus on. He's yeah. our hero. He's got the bag. While in A Clockwork Orange, the homeless man is a silhouette and our characters in their bright white outfits are the ones we see. So, it's kind of like different filmmaking on a very similar idea in the same year. It's just yeah. fun little things. That's cool. Is that why they made the bag that colour, do you think? Because he's running in the nights. Like, it's so dark. Is yeah, because cinematography wants to have something to look Scor- at. Scorpio yeah. wanted it to be a yellow bag. Yeah, yeah. one man, yellow bag. Because yeah. so Scorpio if- wants it to be real hard, because how easy is it to find a yellow bag? Yeah. <laughs> He's real pedantic, that but Scorpio. At the same time, it was the 70s, so it's probably a bit easier than... <laughs> well, Tim, my, my question for you is, when these guys are harassing Harry, saying, please be on my podcast, um, <laughs> we're a Hot Mary's Neighbourhood Watch. <laughs> you know, they're just hanging around Hot Mary's house. They just venture, you know, just venture well, a few meters downtown. They, they, I think they're all at that little shack eating hot dogs. Oh, yes, yeah. on the other end of the tunnel. <laughs> there seems to be a party on the other end <laughs> when you get there, when you see it. And Sam, what's like? What's the end game for these hoodlums? Like, surely they get just maybe one idiot a week who goes down there, like Harry does. They just hang. <laughs> is it worth the time for them to hang in there? Or yeah, that's their. The, you know, they're a tunnel gang. <laughs> You know, and we all we've all been there. You know, I've always wanted to be part of a tunnel gang. Sam and, and I are part of the same gang, actually. Yeah, we're in the same tunnel gang, rival tunnels, actually. Right, but right. you know, they um, I don't know what the end game is. I don't know how long they waited for Dirty Harry to come down in a dark tunnel. And this oh, is a time before mobile phones existed, so <laughs> so were they just singing songs? Hope someone comes down this tunnel other than a train again. That was scary. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I imagine that they were singing songs like a 1950s doo-wop yeah. game. A lot of clicking. It's the leather, I think, makes you think they're probably just Their clicking. Their favourite film is The Great Escape. <laughs> yeah. And that, that and West Side Story. <laughs> 
man. But I always wonder that, though, with people who, like, like oh, it's always in a horror film. Someone's been there for a very long time. And you're like, yeah. I would love to see what's actually happening before they arrive. Like, them just waiting and looking at their watch. They're playing dominoes. Playing dominoes. <laughs> yeah, just so sad. <laughs> they wait like, for interesting looking bags and then step two is to look in them. Yeah. My, my question is... About dude? Who said dude back then? Oh, that was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> that was Clint Eastwood. I wonder if that was a common <laughs> phrase back then. It wasn't the phrase that we use today. Like, it wasn't like, yo, dude. Well, actually, <laughs> like, it's more like... You like, like, you know, you phrase for youthful punks, like, youthful punk. like, you know, like he already said punk in the movie, so he can't just be like, you know, punk again. He has to be like, dude. And he <laughs> says it in that Fixing Clint Eastwood, he says it in that Clint Eastwood delivery in which he's like, listen, dude. Yeah. yeah, well, that was good. I thought that was Clint Eastwood just then. What, I mean, what interests me about Dude is that in, in Back to the Future Part 3, they go back to 1885 and Biff Tannen of that era calls him Dude. He calls Clint Eastwood Dude. Yeah. The name's Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. What kind of name is that? See, Bartek, oh you just answered your own question. It's because the filmmaker, Robert Zemeckis, saw Dirty Harry and he saw that they're called Clint Eastwood. He used mm-hmm. the phrase dude. I'm not, pl- I'm not saying Clint Eastwood invented the phrase dude, but I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> I completely forgot that he calls himself Clint Eastwood in that film. And then, well, Robert Zemeckis went, well, since Clint Eastwood invented the popular phrase dude, we have to <laughs> you know, mention it, even if it is anachronistic. I always first remember hearing it in Easy Rider Where he goes, dude, yeah. why are you calling me dude, Jack Nicholson? He goes, no, dude means good man Like normal, yeah. good kind of person Oh, uh, the Jack He's a sick Jack But it's some weird guy. word that he'd say, Harry would use Um, yeah Because well, he's from the streets mm. He is from he the streets He prefers it there he's, His wife's dead so His wife's dead He calls people dude now Yeah, I think any widow starts using the word dude yeah, that's it true. Just happens when your wife dies. <laughs> dude. Dude. <laughs> dude. Now, guys, is it just me, or does that hoodlum that he points the gun at look, look like, like a 1970 Paul McCartney? Yeah, you got it. Yes. <laughs> I wrote that in my notes. I wrote, greatest beard in the movie. <laughs> and also looks like exactly 1970 like- era, like on the first album. Yeah. On the it rooftop, is, yeah? It is Paul McCartney. It is, it is. Yeah. <laughs> confirmed, confirmed, confirmed. It's weird that this film lines up when, when the Beatles kind of were breaking up. I'm not saying that- Oh, he needed work. And he was like, I'll take a tunnel gig if I can get one. A hoodlum gig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, wait, so- It is isn't uh, Paul McCartney. No, are these-, are these- <laughs> I must confirm, it's not, it's not Paul McCartney. <laughs> are, they, are these four people representative of the Beatles? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> They fell on hard That's times. That's John Lennon, Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and Harry's their manager, the fifth Beatle. He's like, give me recognition. The blonde one looks a little like the manager from Spinal Tap. He guy. does. He okay, it's lo- definitely the Beatles. He looks like. <laughs> yeah, he also looks like Timothy Spall, the guy who plays the rat in Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> do you know who any of these actors are, any of the hoodlums? Do you know if they went on to do great Sam, things? when this movie was originally released, there was Jack All, there was like 12 credits. Right. And now over the last two decades, they've slowly added the uncredits to IMDb. So does anyone yeah. have any updates? No, uh, we haven't no. looked them up. I don't think they amounted to much. Uh, well, one was the leader of the Beatles. So. <laughs> <laughs> no film credits. <laughs> no, no, just the insects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were insects. <laughs> now, Tim, retrospectively, wouldn't this have been the best time in cinema history? For Harry to say, go ahead, make my day, right here in this tunnel. <sighs> then we'd never have to watch any of the sequels to get that delicious um, line. But it's set at night. Uh. 
<laughs> oh, you what? just got schooled. <laughs> Make my night, punk. <laughs> not as good. Not as good. I'm having a great night. <laughs> I have a bag. It's a great night. <laughs> not as threatening. I'm having a great night. <laughs> my name is okay, Harold. My bye. name is Harold Callahan. My wife is dead. My wife is dead. <laughs> and I'm having a great night. <laughs> what of it? Now, Tim, Dirty Harry does a great job, I think, of showing not everything in the 70s was so groovy, right? There's a lot of darkness and seedy elements and everything. Does the French Connection also have that? Has anyone else seen the French Connection? I'm the one who hasn't seen it. Uh, the French Connection is a bit more groovy than this movie. <laughs> there's a lot. I think it's more. there's a lot more daytime scenes in the French Connection. Right. And cars. And cars. And buildings. Cars. And Gene Hackman. I think... A lot more Gene Hackman. That's right. A lot more Gene Hackman. If I would say, I think this movie ages better than The French Connection just because The French Connection does have that dated thing of being one of the first car chase movies. So, that kind of style, because, you know, it wasn't as common. You'd have to, like, to actually have cars on the road chasing each other. So, it has that limitation of being a bit dated in that regard and a few other things. While Harry, it's a timeless story of, you know, a cop with his own code and morals and ethics and it's Clint Eastwood who's timeless. Hmm. You know, he's a man from a different time, but he's also timeless at the same time. That's a part of the joy. Don Coyote, he's a man, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, man, I'd watch Clint Eastwood's Don Cody. <laughs> now, Bartek, do you like how Harry's running to that blue shaft of hope at the end of the tunnel? <laughs> I did notice that before he turned and covered the, the tunnel, um, but I, I was a bit sad when he covered it. But then as he ran closer, we could see more of it. And then he ran to your favourite character, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> running to my favourite character. Are you character. saying that I'm self-centred, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, you you are this character, and you're also, it's his favourite. I wrote in my notes, this is Bartek's favourite character. <laughs> because Bartek loves these type of weird characters. <laughs> it's like this old man character reminds me of... In Breaking Bad, there's just a scene where Walt's at an old po- po- folks home and an old lady sees him and she's like, hello there. And it's like exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> so he's getting, he's getting puffed out here, though. Do you yeah. like the pace of this, Sam? I do. I like it how he slows down a little bit. Yeah. It gives us something different. Yeah. You didn't need, like, the real time running through the tunnel. No. Like, it cuts out a bit of it. If this... This is like a classic Batman sort of plot, isn't it? The the supervillain has this idea of bouncing around town. They'd be yeah, and I think the sequence goes well too because you know he he's slowing down, and the scene shows that the the antagonist is in charge of Harry yeah. by making him run from place to place, which I think mirrors very nicely from when later Harry starts following him around and making yeah. him the one who's like this film is all about power dynamics. It's like people are telling Harry you got to be like this. And he's like, but I don't want to. And then he does it and then, yeah. it, and then he gets kicked in the face. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but look at that massive power dynamic from the old man there. He's got all the power with that phone when he picks it up. <laughs> massive power. Plan. Power by virtue of being closer but to then, yeah. But then Harry has the power by literally pushing him to the ground. Yeah, so, um, sure. We wouldn't hear the phone ringing from away in the tunnel. That's a yeah, bit you fanciful, would. isn't it? From you where would, he is now. maybe dead of night with nothing in the distance and it's a tunnel. So if anything, the sound would go nice in there. So once again, we've got more hot dogs. Another hot dog stand. Oh god! They should have just called the movie Hot Dogs. It's the neighbourhood. It's the neighbourhood. Would have been much game. more popular. <laughs> it was called hot dog, hot dog. Hot Dog Harry. You know why they call me Hot Dog Harry? As he's eating a hot dog. <laughs> it's hard to hear him. Tell me why. <laughs> and then he shows his pet dog is really attractive. <laughs> 
Why is the old man sitting there on a seat, presumably near the tree, all on his own? You just none of the guys at the stools gave him a seat. Oh, it's because his. Grand- I thought they respected old the elderly. His wife just died. Come on, because his granddaughter's getting him a hot dog. Sure, she has to mush it up for him. And- <laughs> she regurgitates it into his mouth. If I could give a serious answer to that, though. The idea that this movie is a world where people are respectful to old people or people in general is ludicrous. Because <laughs> when I watched Matt, when I watched this again, I thought weirdly because this is the 1970s. This kind of filmmaking is very simple. Here's the point. Here's mm-hmm. the character. Clint Eastwood's a, a cop. That's all you need. Here it is. It made me think of Mad Max a little, where it's like in Mad Max, everyone's a terrible asshole, but Max is slightly less of one. And it happens to be a post-apocalyptic world. And that's the reason. In this world, it's like the streets are filled with crime and psychos and everyone's an asshole. And it doesn't matter, except for Harry, but he's also an asshole. So <laughs> everyone's an asshole. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of thing. So the idea that Eddie, uh, the idea that anyone likes this old man is, is ludicrous to me yeah. in this universe. But he seems nice. He seems like a nice old man. We don't know that though. Uh, that's true. He could be a Nazi. I could imagine we don't know. <laughs> he could. Good deep past. This Very is jumping dark. into like the first line of the next minute, but I can imagine he was listening to the thing, the line of, you know, some old guy I don't even know. And he just sighs to himself like, yeah. <laughs> No one does. <laughs> like a Hans Molman kind of reaction. <laughs> well, he does say hello. Like, hello, hello. hello? Yeah. Bad idea there. Is this my wife? <laughs> Is this my wife? Oh, he waits for a call every day. Oh. Is that a cigarette machine there, Bartek, next to the phones? Is it a robot? Newspaper stand. Sorry, it's the 70s. They said robot back then, I'm sure. <laughs> They were droids, if it's you like watch Star Wars. It's like a giant computer, actually. <laughs> it's n- no, Bartek. Computers back then were the size of a whole entire building. Yeah, I know that, but I'm, just, I'm speaking from modern perspective. That is fair. <laughs> it might be a smoking thing. You know what? It could be. Chico's the only one that smokes in this movie, I think. Really? I thought Harry, sp- I thought Harry smokes. No, no way. No way. He's, too- he's running all that way. I thought he, he does. Oh, wait, no, no, no. There is one guy. There's the, the, the black guy oh, who's yeah, driving yeah. the car and we know that he's been there a while because he dropped That's like right. 50 cigarettes. Chain smoking gives it away. Nice plug. Chain smoking <laughs> Gary, I call him. That's what you call him. That's probably his name. That was the sequel to this film, <laughs> Chain Smoking Gary. Not Magnum Force. <laughs> yeah. Do you know why they call me <laughs> Chain Smoking Gary? No idea. Oh. I've just worked out what that little machine is to oh. the left. It's one of those um, things that rotate the hot dogs in 7-Eleven. <gasps> <laughs> Genius. That's incredible. That's why he stopped running. He was so excited. They put it outside of the, uh, the actual store so that people could grab it themselves. <laughs> that's why the old man's there. He wants- <laughs> that's, why, that's, why, that's why Harry is cold here. He has to stop a crime. They're going to put Jaffe out of business, man. <laughs> Hot dog Harry, he stops hot, hot dog <laughs> hot dog crimes. Now, Sam, you grew up in Phillip Island, yeah? I certainly did. Is that a one one cop type of island, or is, is there a Harry? Is there a Harry character there? There isn't. There definitely isn't. I don't think they got room oh. for a dirty Harry sort of character down there. <laughs> but I, I, um, I, you know, I, I always got pulled over. Not always, but a lot. I got pulled over, and always got off for like speeding or anything. Yeah. It was a very corrupt, did very they, corrupt place. They, they always booked you. No, I never got booked. Oh, is it because they saw you in that muffin video? <laughs> they saw me in that, yeah, from in the future. Or they, they saw that yellow bag you had. They saw the yellow bag and said he's obviously on a mission. <laughs> this guy's in trouble. i got a big question. What do you think those criminals would have done if they took the bag and found out there was $200,000, which was a lot of money then as well as now? They'd yeah. shit themselves. They'd take it. What do you think? Do you think they would invest in real estate or? Yeah. <laughs> well, they'd probably do the smart thing with it. They look like three smart people. They'd buy a private. 
private tunnel <laughs> to click in by themselves. We don't want more. No, we don't want no more trouble. They buy a new tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> With $200,000, we bought a tunnel. I love the fact that... What happened? Actually, what happened to the money? He got it back, yeah? Did yeah, they do in the Okay, end. Yeah. I forgot because I was like, if he left it accidentally, these gang members came across it. That could be the sequel. No, like they- the, the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> but they save it for the next round. <laughs> the post credit scene is them opening up the bag and you hear that music and it's like, what are they going to do? Harry's just thinking about how many hot dogs he can Come back in Dirty Harry real estate. Oh, Tim, maybe that old man's, um, he's the grandfather of the girls we saw late at night counting, singing the skipping the rope outside the, yeah, where are they? I thought we were going to say the grandfather of the little, of the woman that's been kidnapped. That would be really tragic. (laughs) (laughs) He's waiting for a phone call from that specific phone. Hello? Hello? Well, that's pretty much all I have for this minute, guys. Any other impressions you want to impart, Tim? Just, I'm just wowed that the Beatles were in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually incredible. I just didn't realise. Didn't know you uncovered that. It's amazing. We're not really doing ourselves a service by muting the film because then we'd hear the Beatles song. Yeah. <laughs> they sing Yellow Submarine as they're coming through. <laughs> they do it. They did a special Dirty Harry theme. Yeah. <laughs> that would be incredible if they were singing when they came out of the tunnel. I mean, there's good echoing in the tunnel. Hey, is, that, is that what the is that yellow bag what they were referring to with the song Yellow Submarine? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's an allegory, yeah. It's like an underground sort of underwater. <laughs> Same thing. Below ground yellow thing. That's the structure of the song yes, and what we're saying. <laughs> Not as lyrical. <laughs> underground yellow thing. Draw this minute to a close, guys. Uh, Ryan? Yes. Bartek, yes. will you join us for the next episode? I am proud to do that. I think I have time that day, yeah. <laughs> and Sam, I think you have other plans. I have to I have to get going, but thank you for having me on Two Dirty Minutes. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, before you go, you'd tell us if you had a confession from Scorpio. Oh, of right? course, yes, of yeah. course. I definitely would. <laughs> Not holding that. <laughs> His confession is like, I- I'm no longer Andy Robinson. I am Andrew Robinson. <laughs> I've grown up. I'm all grown up. Well, Sam, where, where can uh, listeners catch you? You're... Oh, on the uh, Twitters, on the interwebs, yeah, it's on, it's on, uh, it's online. Um, Great podcast, on Confessions of the Confessions Idiot. of the Idiots. It's I read online confessions each week to great guests, great, great guests, and uh, I think it's on. Well, I know it's on Apple Podcasts, oh yeah, but it's also on Pippa, mm. and I think every other place where podcasts are. Spotify, I, I think it's on Spotify as well. Out of curiosity, how long are your episodes? They're, They're about, about 30, 30 minutes to, oh, to an hour. Who are some of the guests? Who are some of the guests you have? Uh, Sam Neill, William McInnes, Tony Martin, um, Tony Martin, Damien Cow, Damien Cow. There's been a lot of great people on, but it's yeah, different people every week. So We're going to steal your address book, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you for having me, guys. Ryan and Bartek, of course, you'll join us for future minutes. But everyone can check out Spit and Polish. Uh, we'll catch most of you next time on <laughs> Dirty, Dirty Harry. Harry. <laughs> My mute. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs>